The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. I hear that music. That means it must be time for that show. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. And uh, I tell you what does matter, Michael Vick. Michael Vick had a great game last night. And um, there were many people out there who thought that Michael Vick was over, done, you know, never be an NFL quarterback again. It, it looked as if, you know, a lot of people had given up on Michael Vick, um, you know. And the fact of the matter is that uh, <laughs> I told you I, a long time ago, just check the archives. I said, don't call it a comeback because Michael Vick just, you know, I was on vacation. <laughs> Michael never was done. You know, and, and you got to think about this, too. Michael Vick is a quarterback. You know, why in the world would you, and most quarterbacks, I don't care, you know, how big, how tall, uh, what color, black or white, they're quarterbacks. They don't want to play any other position in the world but quarterbacks. And the great ones, the last thing in the world you need to do is try to consider putting them in a position outside of quarterback and then give them a chance to play quarterback. I mean, you could think about, uh, the only person who I think perhaps maybe comes to mind as anything close to demonstrating his abilities, the way Michael Vick has demonstrated his abilities since he's had a chance to, um, you know, again, be on the stage, is Warren Moon. And and Warren Moon, there are different types of quarterbacks, but the reason why I bring up that Warren Moon thing is because Warren Moon had to go to Canada. Warren Moon is in the Pro Football Hall of Fame based upon his stats in the National Football League. I don't even think they take into consideration his stats when he was up in Canada. Warren Moon, one of the greatest football players that ever played a game, certainly one of the greatest quarterbacks. And and I don't know if I was victimized by too many things that Warren did. I Thank goodness I had Hanford Dixon and Frank Minifield with me out there on the side, so they kind of took care of things. But listen, I'm a little premature in that. I didn't want to go there right away, but I'm going to get back to Mike Vick because Mike deserves a show of his own, the entire show. But I'll tell you what I do want to talk about. I want to talk about the fact that for some people, again, when you want to count them out, perhaps maybe you count them out too early, and, and some people, I think, counted out the Dallas Cowboys a little bit too early in terms of the team just tanking it in, period. There was something wrong. Now, I do not think that it, it was all of Wade Phillips. But I remember one time a coach uh, decided that it was time for me. I, my, my welcome had, I had worn out my welcome in the city of Philadelphia. And I basically was given my walk-in papers uh, although they didn't officially do it. It took a little time for them to do it, but but it was done. And and I remember the media asking me, was I scared? Because I basically got benched by, I'll go ahead and name his, I'll name it, Buddy Ryan. 
And, and, and they asked me, was I scared? I was like, scared? No, I'm not scared. He's a man just like I am. He put his pants on. I hope he does one leg at a time just like me. But if it's my attention, he's looking for he's got my attention. Well, that's what happens sometimes when you're trying to shape up, shake up an organization. You will go at somebody that you know will get the attention of the entire team. It may be one of your starters or it may be your head coach. In this particular t- case in Dallas, the casualty was his head coach, but it got the attention of the team. Now, I thought all the guys down in Dallas was getting ready to attend the Super Bowl and make accommodations for the Super Bowl for their friends and their families early. But perhaps maybe they decided they need to finish the season. So they're going to finish the season. But I'll tell you who is getting ready for the Super Bowl coming there is, is Drew Pearson. And, and Drew has a friend of which he does a show with down there in, uh, in Dallas. And, and they're getting ready to do some things uh, in a special way. And so in order for that to happen, for me to tell you a little bit more about that, there's a young lady who's involved with that down there getting ready for the Super Bowl already. And I said the Cowboys kind of put it on. I thought they were getting ready for it, the current Cowboys, but they kind of put it on hold. They're going to finish out the season. But some of the guys from my generation, Drew Pearson, and Drew's got a good friend he's worked with down there. And the young lady by the name of Sarah Workman is also working. And Sarah is from uh, Sarah Ann Events. Yes, Sarah Ann Events. Sarah, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing wonderful. Now, now this you're working on some events down in the Super Bowl. You guys are raising some money for some folks. And, and, and Drew is involved. But Drew's got a special friend who's taking a lead on that. Is that correct? Yes, Nui Scruggs. Nui Scruggs. Yeah, yes. Nui does some things in the media down there. I understand Nui's one of the favorites down there in Dallas. Is that right? Yes, I think everyone loves Nui so wow. far. Everyone I've talked to, they know him and they love him. Well, I, you know, I, I heard uh, from a good friend of mine, Guy Troop, who told me, yeah, Nui is a favorite down there. So... Uh, so that's good. So tell me a little bit. You know, people very seldom get a chance to have the opportunity to work with with athletes and entertainers like you've had the opportunity to do it. You have a company, but your background is you, you actually started doing some work here in the Phoenix area. Am I correct? Yes, I worked for the Arizona Cardinals for oh, a season. Oh, wow. So that's interesting. Now, working for the Arizona Cardinals, uh, what capacity did you work for them? I was in the marketing department, and I used to oversee the club level on game days, so the sweet holders. And it was the first season that the Cardinals had the stadium open. Oh, so you're with the high rollers. <laughs> Those people pay big money for the big seats. Yeah, but they were fun. They're, uh, they're a lot of fun. Well, they're, are they fans as well, or do they come to the game sophisticated? Or, or do you look at some of those people and think, my God, that's a CEO, and he has lost his mind over a football game? It depended. It was depending on what, what the game was. It but depended upon the alcohol uh, consumption. <laughs> no, it was more upon what the game was. I was there for the Monday night football game against the Bears, and I think everybody oh, was heartbroken. They are who we thought they were. Ah, okay. <laughs> All righty. Go right ahead. Okay. Oh, good times. <laughs> but that, that, that was a disappointment. But again, that, that was a game that goes down in history because of the passion that, that Denny expressed about his, his familiarity with his team and knowing that guys – that team was the same team that we practiced for all week long and we prepared to beat. Now, if you people in the media want to crown them as champions, go ahead and crown them as champions. But I'm telling you, my team was prepared to beat that team. Now, that Chicago Bears team ended up going to the Super Bowl and losing it. But what Den- the point that Denny made is, is a very valid point. There, there, there was no difference. They didn't do anything different than he had prepared his team for. And that's what he was trying to express. There was nothing special about this team. Yeah, the way they came back and won that game, it was something that everybody will remember. And he emotionally just let it out. But the fact of the matter is, and and the team today, I still think that this team today, well, let's say the team last year and certainly the team that went to the Super Bowl, 
that was a foundation of Denny's team. That that was Denny's team uh, that was very successful. But but let's let, let, let's get back to why <laughs> you're here today because you're here today to tell me about some things that are going to be happening at the Super Bowl. So why don't you tell us what's actually going to be happening because it's. There's more than just a game at a Super Bowl. There's there's events. The game is an event itself, but there are also events. And you're involved in the event and Dewey and, of course, Drew. So tell us a little bit about that. Um, it's the Stars and Strikes Celebrity Bowling Bash. It's going to be on uh, Thursday, February 3rd. It's the Thursday before Super Bowl at the Arlington Lanes. And um, it raises money for the Children's Medical Center in Dallas. They are desperately um, in need of funds. You would think with Super Bowl coming in that the Children's Hospital would be one of the top picks. But the market is so oversaturated with nonprofits, with charities in the area. And a lot of people have held back on their events this year. So most of the signature events, a lot of the events that you would see typically at Super Bowl are not going to be happening. So we have come in and we're going to put on a, a great – It's um, we have the venue for the whole day. So we're doing a private event before the event – before the actual event then from eight to midnight will be the stars and strikes celebrity bowling bash newey scruggs will be hosting it um he is at the hall of fame dinner before so he's coming from the hall of fame dinner we have about 20 guys most of our current players will be added you know obviously closer to um we're looking for 24 to 30 celebrities to be involved this will be our fifth uh super bowl event that we've put on usually we put on golf tournaments but um because i heard it could snow <laughs> we yeah, decided not to right. golf <laughs> yeah i think last year's all-star game in fact uh, i think there was uh, some weather issues in dallas last year if I'm not mistaken. I heard that it snowed one day it snowed like six inches Isn't that something? the day before it was beautiful. Wow well you know the thing about it you know it's nice that you guys are doing these type of things and these are type of things that the community as at large doesn't always find themselves in a position where they could participate. Is it an opportunity for any and everybody to participate in this event with, with some special players? Absolutely. The bowling teams, um, we have 24 lanes, so we can have 24 teams, but we've also decided to sell tickets for the event. We have um, a, a live band, Disco Inferno, that we're actually bringing from Las Vegas. A lot of people know them. They're a 70s funk band. They're going to be playing live. So we're selling individual tickets, and we can – Hold about three to four hundred people. We've decided to do, um, and everybody gets an arrival gift. It's one hundred and twenty-five dollars a ticket, with the proceeds going to Children's Medical Center Dallas. The um, person when they purchase the tickets, it's an open bar. Food is the food is catered. They're going to get an arrival gift. They're going to get celebrity meet and greets, particular autograph signing sessions, just for those people that are also. So it's not like you're buying a ticket and you're not going to get to meet the celebrities. They're going to get everything that's included. The bowling teams are a little bit more. Um, you know, they're going to get a lane. They get a celebrity. It's five. Five bowlers plus a celebrity. They're going to get shirts, prizes, bags, um, lots of goodies. Oh, so you get to bowl with the celebrity? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, suppose the bowler, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm competitive. Everything I do, <laughs> if there, at the end, if there's a winner, I want to be on that winning team. So suppose that guy not real good bowling. I mean, I don't want him on my team, but nah. It's I, all I, for charity, <laughs> so you want to have a good time. And right now, we've decided that um, our first... Ten, or, well, our next ten teams, because we're almost, we're halfway to the halfway mark. Our next ten teams are going to get to pick the celebrity that they're bowling with. So when we come closer to the event, we're going to say, "Hey, here's our celebrity list. You get as as you come in one through ten, you get dibs. So you can look up and see how good a bowler that guy is." And okay, pick you him. got you got some names out there. Now we we they haven't yet confirmed, but there's a couple people that you've talked to who perhaps are considering coming in. So why don't you just throw some names around? These guys may be there as it gets closer. Then the guys always confirm what events they're going to go. So just throw some names out there that, that perhaps maybe be there at the, at the event. Obviously, Nui Scruggs will be there, Drew Pearson, um, Adrian Ross, he's retired, played the Cincinnati Bengals, um, Kerry Glenn, he's retired, played with the Miami Dolphins. Um, 
I have a whole list. I apologize I didn't bring it with me. Um, oh, that's okay. That's okay. Well, listen, there's a lot of guys that are going to be out there, and it's all for a great cause. Am I correct? Absolutely. It's a great cause. And so those of you who are there out there plan to be at, at the Super Bowl in Dallas. I can't believe I'm saying that. Dallas. <laughs> Um, if you got time, come on out, help raise some money. It's for a great cause. It'll make you feel good about yourself. Instead of just, you know, she did mention there's going to be food at the other event. And a it's little bit. all taken care of. It's, Ever, it's taken catered, care. catered food, hosted bar. Everything you need when you walk through the door is completely taken care of. We have private VIP concierge that will take care of some of our bowling teams, and um, I'll be there. We'll have um, volunteers, but it's all to raise money for the Children's Medical Center Dallas because it's Super Bowl. It's a time when a lot of people are going to be there. We should be having an event that's going to raise money directly for that community. Okay, listen, we got about 30 seconds, I think, before we go to a break here. Uh, give me a website. Where can people find out information? Give me a number to call. Give me as much information as you can. You can go to sarahannevents.com, S-A-R-A-H-A-N-N-E, events, E-V-N-T-S dot com, or call me directly at 602-692-8456. Okay, now no stalkers. Don't be calling her. This is about business. Sarah, thank you so oh, much. you're welcome. It's, thank it's you. It's good to know that you're doing great things, and the guys down there are doing great things, too. I think that's Scruggs, am I right? Scruggs. Scruggs. And Pearson. Pearson. Yeah. All right. You're listening to Railroad Sports on the Voice of America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. I'm going to take a break, and I'm going to come back and talk about Mike Vick with his chest out. That's right. Michael Vick. Don't call it a comeback. Like Joe Namath, and I protect my name like Joe Anus in prison. Y'all don't hear me, y'all don't listen. Y'all just wanna shy, y'all just wanna glisten. You already get the general sports headlines and discussion on TV and radio. Tune in to The Blueprint with Randall Gatewood. Yeah, we'll cover all the general big-name stuff, too, but we go beyond the typical sports radio show to bring you the details you don't get anywhere else. We'll talk about the inspirational stories and the little-known successes. If you want creativity, The Blueprint is the place to be. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. But you know what they say, Kaye. Slow motion, better than no motion. Okay, I'm back. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, like living like it matters. I want to thank Sarah Workman from Sarah Ann Events from for stopping in with me, and of course, then you know about what's going on down there in Dallas during the Super Bowl. It, there's always good things going on with players. Don't just think that you know players. I mean, players who have been out of the game for some time, like Drew Pearson. Don't think that we just give up on the things that we say are important to us after our careers are over with that that's not the case it's just that sometimes you just don't hear about those things so uh if we did something bad you would hear about the course but you don't always hear about those things so 
Let me tell you something you did hear about. And I'm sure you're continuing to hear about it because you're probably in the office. You're probably around a drinking fountain. You're walking down the streets. You're at home with some of the fellas. Maybe even yet, you know, the bar having, you know, a little sip here, a Coke here and there, you know, Pepsi Cola maybe. But you got to hear about Michael Vick. Now, come on. Come on, stop hating. All those people out there that are hating, please stop hating. Everybody in life deserves another chance. It's just you don't always get chances. So therefore, we try to tell people to live our lives as if don't expect to get a second chance. Because you may not get a second chance. But you certainly deserve a second chance in the event that you find yourself in, you know, the state of, wow, I've been through some adversity. Some things have happened to me. Maybe I've made a mistake here or there. You certainly should get a second chance, but you don't always go into something with the expectations that that second chance is going to come your way. Michael Vick. Well, the fact of the matter is Michael Vick and and some people have said this, you know, Michael Vick by going to Philadelphia. And and first of all, we have to give a shout out. Let's give a shout out. I don't know if, if, if enough really has been said about the way Tony Dungy has handled this thing. Now, Tony is. Well, Tony is a, a, a very, very professional man, uh, but a man who is not, you know, his purpose is not to take credit. His, he's, he's a servant. He, for those of you who, who, are, who are spiritual people, you understand what I mean by he's a, Tony is a servant. And so ter- Tony feels like he's, ha- he's got a calling on his life and he's answering his calling. And part of that calling is to help Mike Vick through this process. Michael Vick needed to be in the hands of somebody that he could trust. That, you know, in his state of vulnerability, that he could open up and he knew that that person was not going to take whatever information he may have shared with him. And it wasn't going to be held against him or used to his uh, you know, detriment that it would be it, it would be used in such a way where, OK, if you're weak in this area, Mike, then I need to make sure that I, I keep you away from that. If you're strong in there, OK, we're going to reinforce that. Uh, we'll, we'll continue to, you know, keep you in that type of environment. You're strong in that environment, so you can be in that type of environment. If you're vulnerable in that, we're gonna keep you away from that environment. But I, I think they did a tremendous job of researching. Now, in terms of those teams out there, and those people out there, all those other NFL teams, I want you guys to understand that there is not one NFL team, not one. I don't care if Tom Brady is your quarterback. I don't care if Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback. The purpose of a backup quarterback is in the event of something happens to your starter, that that quarterback would be there to help you. Now, listen, Donovan McNabb, when, when Michael Vick made his comeback, Michael Vick was there for the purpose of every now and then come in and give us a little bit of help, a little change up. But at the same time, he was there as an insurance policy in the event that if something happened to Donovan McNabb, here's our plan B. You're, are you telling me? That Michael Vick couldn't have served that purpose for all the other 31 teams in the NFL? But very few, if any. I'm going to say seriously interested. There was probably other, maybe two or three other teams that maybe might have been seriously interested and in pick Michael Vick up. And part of the reason why is because of, of, of the society of which we live in. And that is that the society in which we live in, nobody wants to give anybody a second chance until it's their turn. Until it's their turn that now all of a sudden the spotlight is on them. And they're the one that the allegations fall against. Then they, they mercy. Then they want mercy. But if it's somebody else, we will throw stones at them. You know, in public opinion, guilty. 
until proven innocent. That's the way they treat us. Not innocent until proven guilty. Michael Vick, come on. He, he paid, he did the time for, for the crime that, you know, he committed. Michael actually stood up and said, you know, it took him some time. But when he went into the court of law, he, he, he fessed up. And so when he did that and he went and served his time, now when he steps back on the football field, now when he's back into his comfort zone, you have to put your, if you're a football person and you want to win football games, what he did down in Virginia had nothing to do with his playing ability. And I say that only because I, I think that's the point I want to make to people, regardless of what the situation is. Evaluate the situation at hand. And don't make any, an emotional decision, but make a decision on what's best for my football team in this case, because that's what we're talking about, the football team. What's best for the Philadelphia Eagles? And Andy Reid, everybody knows Andy Reid knows talent. Of course the man knows talent. Just look at the success he's had. Now, I, I just want you to know, Sean, I'm listening to you out there. I, I disagree with, with one thing you said this morning. And I don't think that Andy Reid necessarily, you know, has to be successful these next four years. I think if Andy Reid is to win a Super Bowl this year or next year, whatever, you know, Andy Reid's record, you know, his body of work speaks for itself. I think the man's a Hall of Fame, quarter, uh, Hall of Fame coach. I mean, when you really look at what, what he's been able to do with what he has, I mean, Bill Belichick is probably – you know, and Andy Reid are kind of from, you know, the same mode. Is that because they can take irreplaceable parts? If they've got, a, you know, a good commander out there on that football field on both sides of the ball, they could be okay. Tom Brady, mm. Teddy Bruschi, mm. see, when they get those kind of leaders in those positions out there, you know, calling the snaps, calling the signals, calling the plays, making it happen, when they get those type of people, then they can make it happen. And see, let's give Donovan his credit. You know, the teams that he's played against, I think the record is that they're like 66%, you know, victoriously when, you, when they go out. Whoever they're playing against, you know, two-thirds of the time they win. Andy and Donovan, two-thirds of the games they play, they win. That's going to put them in the playoffs, you know, and in some NFC Championship games, you know, like they've been to. Super Bowl like they've been to, and, and for everybody to come crashing down on Donovan, I, come on. Come on. Let's give the man his credit where it's due, both Donovan and Andy. But Andy is who we're talking about now because of the fact that he recognized there was something special in this young man, Mike Big. Now, I might just talk, first of all, what happened last night, we have to put it historically in perspective. It was a game. It's being looked at as a game. It's being looked at as something that has never happened before in the history of the National Football League in a game. But Michael has also put together consecutive performances that, you know, we need to stop and look at it. You know, when, he get, when he's healthy and when he's on the football field. Yeah, for those people who play this game of football and they understand what Michael Vick adds, there's a couple times last night in the game when – Mike was on the field, and Mike was able to extend the play because of his God's gifted talent. There were a couple times when Donovan was on the field, when Donovan just didn't have the ability mm, to, 
to extend that play with his feet. Now, in his mind, Donovan knew what he wanted to do. He might have wanted to scramble a little bit to the left, scramble a little bit to the right. You know, he knew where if I could extend myself and extend the play, I could, you know, complete a pass. I could stay on the on the field. It's third down. I could, hey, I could get a first down and we stay on the field. But sometimes what registers in the brain, when, by the time it gets to the feet, and the feet just don't have the ability to make it happen. See, that's the difference in those two right now. Donovan used to be able to extend plays with his feet, but Donovan's, Donovan's older now. Michael Vick is still young enough. And Michael, ha- Michael has exceptional speed. Listen, we're all athletes. So, you know, the athleticism of some is greater than others. But they're all very good athletes. But some are better athletes than others. Some are, some are stronger than others. Some are faster than others. Some are quicker than others. When it, when it comes to uh, making plays, uh, some of them, you got to open up that chest. Inside the chest is a heart. Some of them have more heart than others. No doubt in my mind. There are some football players on the, on the, in the National Football League on those playing fields that have a little bit more heart. Some that are, are willing to take a little bit more risk. Some that are a little bit more aggressive than others. And, and some of that you can't measure, but it shows up. You can see it on the football field. And so I'm going to say th- those attributes of which Michael Vick has last night allow us to see an exceptional performance of which we may never see again. Yeah, one thing about records are made to be broken, but I don't know if we'll ever see a performance like that again. That, that, and that was, again, that, that wasn't the greatest defense that he played against. But again, those were National Football League players. And those were guys last night of which going into that game, everybody, nobody expected the kind of game they saw last night from Michael Vick. Nobody expected that type of game. And it's not like the Philadelphia Eagles have the best offensive line in the world. You know, sometimes a, a, a quarterback who scrambles and, and you're expecting him to be in a certain place when he drops back and he puts himself in another position and you as a blocker aren't expecting him to be there. Then now he's got to improvise. And he's got to get himself out of trouble because the play was designed for you to be here. And when you moved over there, I, I, I blocked my man right where I thought you, you know, you, I didn't think you were going to be there. But Michael has the quickness and, 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 and that. That just natural instinct to, to just make something, just create something that's just so special. And I'm standing on this last night because there's very few times that we get a chance to see history in sports. Very few times. I mean, this is the type of game where, you know, 20 years from now, people will be saying, man, did you see that Monday night game with Michael Vick and, and the Eagles played against the Washington Redskins? Did you see Mike do this? Did you see Mike do that? Th- this is history. In sports, and, and when we everybody watched it last night, everybody was just amazed. Everybody was amazed. I, I, I heard somebody say, hey, I think it was D-Man. Shout out to D-Man on, on Sean's show. Hey, you know, they were talking about the top quarterbacks, and Michael Vick's name was not even mentioned. I don't know how that happens. I just told you guys a few weeks ago, before Mike took a downfall, he was the highest paid player in the game. Highest paid player in the game. And all of a sudden you talk about the top quarterbacks in the, and, and he's not even mentioned. Now, I also want to say this. Mike is a quarterback. Stop and look and listen. Watch the man throw the ball. I don't even want to talk about how he runs. 
I want you to see that tight spiral that that man throws. Give Michael Vick credit for his arm. Give Michael Vick credit for it. He doesn't throw interceptions. Interceptions, Mike does not throw them. You know where you give him credit for that? Yeah. And between the ears, the brain, the man is smart as he goes out and he approaches this game and to make these historical performances. Smart quarterback. Athletic quarterback. Quarterback. Michael Vick. Yeah. Really? Michael Vick? Yeah. Really. <laughs> Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. Be right back after this break. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spies her, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Get ready to go inside the minds and behind the scenes with the top professional athletes, celebrities, and music entertainers. It's a sports show like no other. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with former NFL wide receiver Jarris McIntyre is real talk with in-depth interviews, topical discussions, and a whole lot of comedy. You'll hear from the entertainers, the athletes, and the fans. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with Jarris McIntyre is broadcast live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The IS Outdoors Talk Radio Show brings two well-known outdoorsmen to the Voice America Network. We talk about everything from new sporting gear, places to hunt and fish, and how to get more from your recreation time. Join hosts Brock Ray and Don Kirk. With their combined experience of 60 years in the woods, Brock and Don have traveled widely, creating TV shows and writing articles on hunting and fishing. Blessed with down-home humor, they're also well-versed in environmental concerns, firearms ownership, and animal rights issues. Tune in every Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time to IS Outdoors with Brock Ray and Don Kirk, right here on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Network, I things living like it matters. Man, I, I'm just excited. I, you know, all the players that I work with, and and I just appreciate all the guys who who do their shows here. It it really is is something special, and and I just want to give a shout out to all the fellas. But you know, this is is truly a blessing for me to get a chance to talk about a game that I love. You know, I think I on my Facebook page the other day, I was you know just acknowledging the fact that you know. Man, I just love watching pro football. I just I love I, I love watching football. Pro football happened to be on at the time, but I love watching football. And then all of a sudden, of course, the Browns lost, and I started hating football. But you know, I'm back up again, and so uh, I just enjoy. I, I really truly enjoy watching football, and and particularly when the games are good. You know, there there's some good games out there, and then there's sometimes. Where people just kind of, you know, they they tank it in, and that, you know that's why I was saying a little earlier about the Dallas Cowboys. You know, they kind of tank it in. But but let me just say because I'm talking about when people tank it in and when they don't. First, shout out to my man Troy Smith. Troy, of course, has been um, deemed the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, Heisman Trophy winner from the Ohio State University. Of course, you know Troy was let go earlier by the Baltimore Ravens this year, and and you know got a chance to come back. And uh, to do his thing, I think he's 2-0 and in the National Football League as a starter here with the San Francisco 49ers. So I'm, I'm happy for my man. But there's something when you talk about who tanks in and who doesn't. Now, the, the National Football League, you know, it doesn't stand for not for long, even though we think it. It stands for the National Football League. Greatest football in the world. But, but not everybody in the world gets a chance to play pro football. You know, I, I once, you know, had an issue that I was dealing with. Shout out to my man, Charlie Weatherspoon. And, and, I, and I found myself dealing with, yeah, how do I deal with the drive? How do I deal with the fumble? How do I put it to rest? And my man Spoon said to me, Ray, you got to look at it from this perspective. He said, you know, the next best thing to playing the game and winning is playing the game and losing because some people never get to play the game. Man, that was a, that, hey, that was the solution for me at that time. And it took me a long time to even stop and think about it from that perspective. He didn't say to me, oh, just accept losing. He's saying accept the fact that, man, you get the chance to play on the greatest stage in the world, the National Football League. And you were playing in games that had you have won, you would have been in the Super Bowl. And just think about that. How many people in the world could say they ever got a chance to play in the National Football League, let alone get a chance to play? in a game that would have perhaps maybe put them on the stage, the biggest stage in the world of sports, and that is the Super Bowl. But I want to take this time out to say that, you know, when you got a game and you get a chance to play pro football and you get a chance to get on that field, I don't care if you're a special teams player. I don't care if you're a starter. I don't care, you know, if you holding an ink pen. You got a uniform on, that is something special. Now, I think it's Haley. Uh, you know, I, I don't even want to pronounce his name correctly. But I do want to pronounce my man Josh McDaniel's, McDaniel's name correctly. And, Josh, I don't care who you playing and you playing pro football. Listen, you know, they, we've always been taught. That's the problem right now when it, 
you know, the guys on the football field right now, they want to play the game a little differently. And I'm going to say when I saw it, I'm, I'm changing the subject a little bit. I'm going to get back to Josh and Kansas City Chiefs, uh, Denver and Kansas, Kansas City Chief game. But when you don't play the game where you've been taught to, sometimes things happen and they're not good. I, I think, you know, when the Cleveland Browns was playing this weekend, I think, that, you know, Santonio Holmes, you know, for the Jets, you know, that touchdown, I think a couple guys for the Browns kind of eased up a little bit because they were afraid to go take him out the way we used to do back in the day. And somebody would have ran, that linebacker would have ran right through him back in the day. But you got to ease up because you don't know if you can really hit him because it might be a fine. Now, that's just, that's just me. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that I don't think that play was played aggressively as it used to be back in the day. And somebody would have went right through Santonio and he would have not, never took that ball to the house. Now, with that being said and done, Santonio had a chance to catch that ball, run it for a touchdown, game over. I am telling you, I don't care how much time is left in the game. He would have caught, he would have ran that ball for a touchdown if it was the first play of the game. Just like this, shout out Deshaun Jackson. Shout out my man. First play of the game, take it to the house. My point is, how could Haley out there being a head football coach be mad because some other football player? You don't put football players on the football field and tell them to go have speed. I don't care if it's a punt. I don't care if it's a punt return. I don't care if it's a kickoff return. I don't care if it's a running play. I don't care if it's a passing play. Every play is designed with the with you know, and at the end of the play, probably the score. Every play, if it's an offensive play, it's designed to score. If it's a defensive play, it's designed to stop your opponent. So if you want to send your people out there with a uniform on and he sends his team out there with a uniform on and a play is called, the defense is supposed to do their job and the offense is supposed to do their job. How are you going to be mad at a coach at the end of the game because you think uh, there was no mercy? This is not Little League football. I don't even believe in the mercy law in Little League football. So you're going to pout and not shake a man's hand at the end of a football game where you got professional football players. Do you know, I just thank God. Mm, I I don't know how many it was, you know, 14, 15, maybe four. Okay, I know, 14. I intercepted 14 balls in pro football. You know, I got friends that never intercepted one, but they're still my friends. But, but, they, but I'm like, wow, I got a chance to intercept one ball in the National Football League? I, I made tackles in the National Football League. I played in 100 NFL games. Are, are you telling me that you want to ask this man to tell his team to ease up on my team? Do you know it's a player on that football field that perhaps maybe he never had a chance to make a tackle in a football game? And what do you want him to do? Let your guy score? There's a man in there. You're going to hand the ball off to him and perhaps maybe he's going to run for a touchdown. Do you not know that guys got incentives in their contracts? You know, do you think that a quarterback's supposed to go back and try to throw an incomplete pass? I don't care what down it is. If it's third down, if it's fourth down, I bet you if you put your, your special teams out there and they're going to punt it, you would get them to try to block. The guy's not going to run in there and, oh, I'm close to blocking this punt, but we really want the game to be over with and the coaches, you know, don't want it. So I'm not going to block this punt. I couldn't believe when I blocked the punt in my life. In the National Football League, and I blocked a few of those too. I couldn't believe I, I blocked a punt in pro football. Do you know how hard that is? An interception in pro football. Half the guys act like they can't catch in pro football. Intercept the pass with Dan Marino, Hall of Fame quarterback. Wow. Dan Foss, Hall of Fame quarterback. Wow. And you're going to tell me I should have dropped those balls? Come, I don't care if it's at the end of the game. If it's any player that ever steps on the National Football League field 
and gets a chance to make a play, he'd be out of his mind not to make that play. Out of his mind. And a coach must be out of his mind to think that you're supposed to show some mercy on a field of professionals, supposed to be the best athletes in the world. And you got a chance to, you, you, for your 15 minutes of fame or your 15 seconds of fame, and because your team is not prepared to play, didn't come out to win, you think that I'm just going to lay down on the field and not score? You must be out of your mind. Come on. And if I'm not mistaken, you know, all this this ranting I'm doing right now is all because of Kansas City Chiefs and, you know, them playing up against uh, the Denver Broncos. Shout out to my man, McDaniels, Josh, doing his thing. But they beat up, Kansas City Chiefs beat up on Josh and his team last year. Josh shook hands. He was a man about it. And Haley doesn't want to shake the man's hand. What about sportsmanship when it comes to coaches? I know every now and then you might be, get a little emotional about some things, but that's okay at all times. The camera's on you at all times. Didn't you see somebody took a picture? And you want to try to scold him? Come on, get serious. This is pro football. You, you need to put, put a helmet on and get out there. You might have been out there at one point in time. I don't even, I, I've been hitting my head too many times. I don't remember all the guys out there. They don't remember me either. But that's okay. But I do know when guys get out on the field today, Shoot. You better let them guys go out there and play some football. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I just, you know, sometimes some things just get under your skin and you just got to get it off your chest. And I get a microphone, I get to get it off my chest. So I just wanted to say that. <laughs> I wanted to get that off my chest. Buffalo. Buffalo won a game. Man, I'm so happy. There should not be a season. Anybody go to National Football League? No. You got to you gotta win at least one game, two get three games. So Buffalo, you need to get on. You need, you know, you need a series of wins here now. Two more in a row, do something like that, and then, and we'll be happy. Now, 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 Dez ain't gonna be with us today, but I want to shout out to Dez Clark, tight end, Chicago Bears, eighty-eight. Now, I, I just want you guys to know, I, I picked up the mic back in the day. You know, I mean, I say today, I mean like a couple months ago, when the season first was about to start, and I was looking at preseason. I told Dez, hey man. I like you doing the show, but even more than that, I'm going to keep it real with you. I like what I see from the Chicago Bears. And the Chicago Bears are slowly but surely, you know, creeping in. Keep an eye on the Chicago Bears now. Don't, don't, don't sleep on the Bears. Don't do that. Minnesota? Okay, now I got to talk about bread a little bit, huh? Okay, listen. People slip and people fall. I, I can't believe that people didn't want to, you know, at least... I think they should have spent some time acknowledging the fact that the Vikings play on a, a different type of turf and a different type of field. And playing on turf or, or whatever type of grass, synthetic grass they got in these indoor facilities, it's a little different than going to you know, the Soldier Field and playing up there. So a couple passes could have been caught. But, man, let's not give up on Brett and the Vikings. I, I'm just, you know, I want to see the man go out, you know, in a good way. He deserves it. This is the Rail of Sports on the Voice of American Network. I'm the Phineas Living Like It Matters. We'll be back after this break. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. 
just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Get ready to talk sports with someone who definitely has an opinion, but respects yours as well. The beginning of every week is Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. We'll talk about what happened this weekend and what to look forward to next weekend. Keenan and his guests are ready to discuss the issues with you about football and sports in general. It's Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. Every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. And make your voice heard. You already get the general sports headlines and discussion on TV and radio. Tune in to The Blueprint with Randall Gatewood. Yeah, we'll cover all the general big-name stuff, too, but we go beyond the typical sports radio show to bring you the details you don't get anywhere else. We'll talk about the inspirational stories and the little-known successes. If you want creativity, The Blueprint is the place to be. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get the inside scoop on the Georgia Bulldogs. Tune in to Keelan Johnson on College Football Game Day on the radio and every day on KeelanJohnson.com. On Keelan's Keeping It Real Radio, you can talk to Keelan and his former teammates about the Bulldogs, college football, and all things sports. Keelan's the go-to analyst for Bulldog football on pre- and post-game television on KeelanJohnson.com. And now, every week on the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in every college game day for Keelan Johnson, Keeping It Real Radio. Saturdays at 11 a.m. Eastern and 8 a.m. Pacific. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports uh-huh 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 rihanna uh-huh good girl going bad uh-huh all right we're back this is rail of sports the voice america network i'm in phoenix living like it matters and um as I was saying that, uh, you know, going to break that, you know, Brett, I, I just hope Brett just, you know, his career, he deserves to go out on top. So I, I would hope that uh, that he has a chance to um, to come back and play. I know he's a little beat up, you know, Tavares Jackson probably should be in there. Uh, but you, you never know what happens in football, you know. So if Brett is a man, let's stay with it. You know, Tavares is a good sport. And I, I, you know, you guys know my opinions. I've always felt that Tavares... The job was handed to him, and he lost it. You don't get a second chance to get in starting lineups too many times. But, you know, hey, Tavares, if you get a chance to get in there, man, go ahead and show him that it's your team, okay? If it's your team, if you got the talent, take it. Make it happen. Don't have them in the marketplace for another quarterback in this offseason. Uh, but but I, I want Brett to go ahead and do his thing because, you know, listen, it, it's, it's a young man's game. And, and this is a, a, an older man for that game. They had truly given his all. You know, one thing about Brett, you know, unlike the quarterback for uh, Detroit, you know, Brett ain't going to throw the ball up in the stands in overtime. <laughs> Come on. You know, th- get, get the man a chance to make a play. Brett's going to always, you know, he's going to be a gunslinger and always try to make a play. Uh, so let's give him a chance. But we got to say a little bit about Adrian Peterson. Now, normally, I would let this thing go. 
Uh, but but Adrian Peterson, here here's the thing about it. He got a, a speeding ticket, allegedly got a speeding ticket for going about 53 miles an hour in a 35-mile-an-hour zone. Now, most of the time when you talk about those 35-miles-an-hour zones, that's usually around a school. I mean, other than that, you know, and, and you know, if you're in a neighborhood where there's a lot of kids, the, normally, other than that, speed limits are a little bit faster. I think sometimes they're like 45, you know, 55, 65, 75. But if you're in a 35-mile-an-hour zone, most of the time it has a lot to do with kids. So I'm not trying to crucify, you know, Adrian on this thing. I'm just going to ask him to be careful because, you know, those vehicles, they do damage. And uh, certainly to children. And so I just ask him to be, you know, a little smarter about that. But, you know, people want to go overboard with it. But I also say this, depending upon what kind of car he's driving, if you touch a pedal on a car, and, and the man can afford to drive whatever he wants to, but if you touch a pedal on a car, next thing you know, you're going 55 miles an hour. You know, so he needs to be a little careful about that. You know, I guess he, you know, it's Adrian Peterson. He go full speed all the time. So, but uh, I, I just wanted to say a little bit about that and, uh, you know, ask him to slow that car down and be careful because we we don't want nothing bad to happen to him and nothing bad to happen to anybody else. But, okay, let, let's just, you know, it's a small infraction. It happened. I think it's the second time. Um, I think in the last, whew, I think maybe in the last couple of years, you know, or no, it's, I think it's the second time in a year that he's got a speeding ticket, you know. And that other time, you know, I was a little scared for him then because he was going like 100, 100 miles an hour. Now, I, I'm telling you, I've, I've been blessed to drive some of the fastest cars, you know, but that 100, man, and he might have been going fast. He might have been going something like 109 or something like that. So H Adrian obviously has a problem with speeding. So just just slow down. Let's let's get back to football a little bit. And uh let, let's look at some things. I'll tell you what, you know, what I want to look at is, you know, as we go Oh, we're on the last segment here. Wow, time flies as we go through this uh, we go through the various conferences here, you know. Of course we want to look at A let's start off with the AFC East. You got the Jets up top, you got the Patriots right behind them. Um you know, I, I, you know, when you look at that conference, those two teams right there, you know, head up again. Tom Brady. I mean, we we talking about. I gave Mike Vick his credit, but if if you were to pick the, the prototype quarterbacks that you would like to have, I could give you this version of quarterback, or I can give you this version. We got two premium packages here, and 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 they're kind of. They're not going to be a la carte. They're standard packages. You can't exchange anything from the package. You got to take the quarterback as it is. One packet is Tom Brady. The other packet of a quarterback is Mike Vick. Now Tom Brady's got three Super Bowls to his credit. Mike Vick's got a uh, NFC champion, no NFC championship game to his credit. That's as far as he's gone to this point. But those are the two quarterbacks to choose from. Wow. In today's game, which one would you pick? You know, I'm going to be honest, man. Tom Brady's got those three Super Bowl rings, but I just close my eyes. If you gave me either one of them today, looking at the way they're playing today, I could win with either one of those guys. But I tell you what, if it's Sanchez against Tom Brady, I'm going to pick Tom Brady. So looking at the NFC, I mean the AFC East right now, although it's tied up, you know, I think I got to, you know, I I just got to go with it. I, I I think the Patriots could pull that out. You know, and, and, and so we're, we're going to see. It's going to play itself out. 
we probably got a wild card team coming from that division for sure. You know, but it's it's, it's going to play itself out. But I'm I'm looking at that, you know, and uh, just thinking, you know, if I had to pick between one of those quarterbacks or the other, I'm gonna tell you what, I, you know, Tom Brady. That's that's what I would take, you know, right now. So uh, let me look at that, and then let me also look at uh, let me look at the NFC North. Uh, I mean, the AFC North, you know, and uh, Ben. The Patriots kind of proved, and I think Tom was out to prove something. You know, you had five Super Bowl victories on that field. And, and I just think that, uh, you know, Tom just wanted to show uh, Big Ben, and I'm, I'm the man. And he did. And, and I would take Tom over Big Ben. Uh, but when you look at the AFC North and it's all tied up right now, who's going who's gonna to come out of that? Um, you know, you got the Ravens and the Steelers, you know, all tied up. I'm just going to lean towards, man, that's going to be tough. I'm going to come back on that one. I'm going to come back on that one. And I go down to Indiana because it could get a wild card coming out of that, too. Let's, let, let's go down in, in AFC South. You got Indianapolis and Tennessee. Randy Moss, come on. Rand, you know, they gotta fi- they'll find a way to get Randy involved. It's just the first game. They'll find a way to get Randy involved. But, you know, Peyton's Peyton going to go ahead and bring he, he going to bring Indianapolis out of that division. You know that. Peyton's got to do that. Now we're going to drop down. Can you believe as I read this that the Oakland Raiders are atop the West in the AFC? Yeah, they're top the West. Yeah, because they beat the Kansas City Chiefs, and I'm glad. But the Raiders. And, and, and the Chargers. The Chargers probably the most disappointing team in terms of expectations this year. Chargers probably the most disappointing team for me, at least right now. It's got to be the Chargers, you know. Well, you could say Minnesota, but no. Brett, you got to take into consideration Brett's age, and anything that Brett would be doing would probably be it still be amazing. We'd be just like, it's just amazing. It's just amazing. It's just amazing. You know, if he did it, well, it'd just be amazing. So, no. We expected the Chargers. Come on. Nah. So, they just... Uh, so, I, I, I like the Raiders. I'm going to see if the Raiders can keep that momentum going and win that division. NFC East. Philadelphia Eagles. Last week, people were talking about the New York Giants. You know, one of the best teams in football, if not the best team. They were certainly in the conversation. Cowboys went up there and opened up five cans. That's what my man Derek Kennard told me. They had five cans of whoop. Oh, opened up on the on them Giants, all five cans. So I got to give that ease to the Eagles. And then we're going to talk about who's playing who pretty soon. Oh, Chicago Bears, I told you. I know the Packers. I know y'all going with Aaron Rodgers, but Dez, I'm a whole tight. I'm a man of my word. Chicago Bears look good there. Falcons, y- you know, okay, come on. Y- are you for real or not? Tampa Bay is. New Orleans, you know, they just steady, just they just hanging, just hanging in there, hanging in there, just looming. But um, I like Tampa Bay. NFC South, I really like Tampa Bay. Although Atlanta's up at the top of the leaderboard right now, I like Tampa Bay. All right, okay. Now in the NFC West, is that a division still? Is that is that still they can still consider that a division? Seattle, the Rams, 49ers, the Cardinals. Is that that's a okay? That's a division. Okay, I got to talk about that. Why? Seattle whooped up on. Four, Come on, the Cardinals. Come on now. Really? Seahawks? Man. I'm going to get out to the 49ers. Psych. I just don't think Pete Carroll can pull that off. So the Rams or the 49ers are going to come through in that, that division. That ain't going to happen. Seahawks ain't going to win that. Come back like that. Pete Carroll think, nah, they're going to punish you for, for what happened with Reggie Bush. So I'm going to pick the Rams or the 49ers to win that. I was going to go over the games this week, man. 
I ain't got enough time. I need two hours. I can't believe it. I need two hours. <laughs> hey, Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm going to finish living like it matters, and I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.